The Stormlight 5 After the shock had passed, after the fear like the waters had subsided, Tom returned across the mud and waterlogged fields to the lane that led in undulations and through the hedge-lime meadows back to stepping stones, the village that climbed in ridges to the first of the evening stars. The afterglow remained, and his home was backlit by a glow of gold, orange and blues that rippled in clouds and sunlight across the late summer sky. Strangely, he noted, the lanes and crossways were dry. The heat still lingered in the open spaces by the dry stone walls. At the end of the day, and there was little sign of the detritus of storm damage or even the watermarks of heavy rain. Leaves moved in whispers of hands. The tree branches stood silhouetted and tall, crowned by the evening sky. And the people who passed nodded and greeted him as if nothing untoward had happened in their day, other than the usual rounds of labour, that is, dreaming of more and more and local gossip. You're late, Tom. Whatever happened to you, you look as if you've fallen into a pot of you-know-what, with no choice of a thing or two. He lifted the latch, slammed the door, and put his soaking hat and coat by the fire that roared beneath the steaming evening pots and pans, forgetting the fellow passengers on the end of the day who had called out to him and said good evening, with a comment or two about his appearance. And anyway, in the warm fires of family hearth, fire and evening, Tom felt home again. And as he unwound at the end of this special day, a day of fear and torment, Tom described what had happened to his family, who listened with an intensity that was only matched by the flicker of flames of light and shadow that passed over their faces. We need to build. Lift the earth to the skies, a tower to warn, a tower to remember, and one that will give us all time to prepare. Tom looked around his family, felt the anxiety in their hearts, and in his own, as his stomach knotted with his decision. We need to move from here, up to the highest ledge of our forefathers, take what's ours with us, and pull the light from the coast to the stars above this place. There was silence. Only the crackle of burning embers and the hiss of hidden pockets of air and damp in the wood disturbed the thoughts of his family of seven, who looked intently together into the flames of the fire. There was a sense of tacit agreement as a log slipped and fell suddenly from the fire and rolled onto the edge of the hearth, sending a waft of blue-grey smoke into the room.